Is a political serial killer about to wage war on America? And then we travel to an unnamed national park somewhere in Colorado as we go face-to-face with half-human, half-bear demonic entities today on Dead Rabbit Radio. everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great day, too. I hope you guys had an awesome weekend. Maybe you had a little Easter egg hunt. Maybe, maybe you didn't. Maybe you are an adult and you don't go foraging through the backyard for pink eggs. But either or, hope you guys had an awesome weekend. Let's go ahead and get today's episode started. First off, coming into Dead Rabbit Command right now is one of our newest Patreon supporters walking into Dead Rabbit Command. Give it up for Captain Jax. Everyone salute him and clap at the same time. You can do it. You guys got three arms, right? Captain, you're going to be our captain this episode. If you guys can't support the Patreon, that's fine too. It really is. Just help spread the word about the show. That really, really helps out a lot. And I want to make this announcement, this quick announcement right now. The weekend of May 13th and 14th, I will be at the McMinnville, Oregon, the McMinnville UFO Festival in McMinnville, Oregon. You're like, whoa, Jason, you're doing a presentation? Did they get you to speak? No, I did buy a vendor's table. I'm getting a vendor's table, and I will be there to hand out bookmarks is what we're going to do, and we're going to get the name Dead Rabbit Radio out there in the flesh. I'm also going to bring along some haunted items. I'm going to have them on a table. Sabine says it's going to look like a garage sale, Jason. You're just going to have this vendor's table with these dolls. <laughs> just like two or three dolls. Don't do that. Ah, what does she know? We're going to do that. I'm going to do that. And maybe you'll swing by and, and check it out. Captain Jack, let's go ahead and toss you the keys to the Jason Jalopy. We're leaving behind Dead Rabbit Command. We're driving all the way out to New York City. We have political mass shootings. Unfortunately, that happens. These people do these things. They're trying to make a statement either against women or or against a particular race or particular religion. We see that stuff. We see political mass killings. But is it possible that we're about to see, if it hasn't already started, a political serial killer? Which I think may be relatively new. A couple years ago, this would have been back in 2016. You had on, there's a, you guys are, I'm sure, familiar with the website 4chan. There is a board on 4chan called Politically Incorrect, and that is no holds barred, anything goes, quote unquote, political discourse. It's a lot of people just being racist, which is to be expected when people can be anonymous. A lot of it's trolling. A lot of people are are trolling other people, and they don't actually believe this stuff, but some of them do. Some of them do. On the Politically Incorrect board, There was a movement called, or they were always talking about this thing called a right-wing death squad. And they were comparing themselves to the death squads of South America that were killing communists. What happened, though, in 2016 was there was that horrible fire. There was that horrible fire at a place called the Ghost Ship. It was in Oakland. It was December 2nd, 2016. There was this warehouse that was turned into an art collective and a bunch of people were living there and they basically were plugging everything into one outlet and they had all these people living here. There was a huge fire. 36 people burned to death. It was awful. On December 7th on the 4chan board, Politically Incorrect, Someone posted a thing saying, yeah, forget about the right-wing death squads. What if we 
set up a right-wing safety squad because this art collective is a very progressive group of people, right? Very left in their politics. What if we know this isn't the only one in the United States and now all the attention is turned towards these fire hazards? What if we started calling up fire marshals across the United States and reporting these art collectives for safety violations? The city would be forced to shut them down. Even if the city was very friendly to the politics coming out of the warehouse, they would be forced to shut them down. And so they did. They put this plan into action where like lists were provided of all of the... Because a lot of times these art collectives, they'd put their information out online. They'd want people to come and visit them and be part of the experience. And then sometimes people would go actually visit these places and take photographs and then send them to the fire marshal. Or sometimes you could just pick one off a list and call in and say, hey, there's a couple code violations here in in Minneapolis in this art collective. And the fire marshal would go there. And shock of shockers, there would be violations because you have a bunch of people spending a ton of time in this warehouse or this abandoned building or whatever it was and it wasn't up to code and all of a sudden people were getting kicked out of these places these art collectives were getting shut down and it was so effective it was so effective that 4chan had to ban the talk of the right wing safety squads you couldn't post about it anymore you would get banned And it's interesting because you have to wonder, was it because fire marshals were tired of getting these phone calls or being trolled or who knows how many pizzas got delivered to the fire marshal if he didn't shut the place down soon enough? Who knows, right? Who knows how that all turned out? And it was too effective. It was causing too much disruption across the United States. Because you could say, hey, man, we're just making sure these people don't burn We don't want these people to die like they did in the ghost ship. But everyone knew the real reason was you had right-wingers attacking left-wingers using the mechanisms of public safety. Super effective, right? And it started with a meme. It started with some guy saying, hey, why don't we do this? Started with an image on an image board. But that is that saga. But what I saw recently, this is a while back, maybe like two or three weeks, I'm going to read it to you because I'm not, I don't feel comfortable reposting it. I think if I reposted it on my imager or my Reddit or whatever, it'll get shut down because this is pretty inflammatory. I mean, let me read this to you here. The, I, I know reading a comic strip isn't the funnest thing on a podcast, but check this out. It's a two panel comic on one side. It's a picture of what they call an NPC. It's just like a white outline. It's like a invisible man or however you want to put it. Uh, he represents the left wing. He represents left-wing politics. They're, they're a cartoonish version of this. Quote, uh, this is what he's saying. Quote, you have to accept everyone, but you have to hate these people, and you have to worry about climate change and change your diet and your behavior and expectations, and you have to reject your traditions and identity unless you're in one of these groups, and you have to praise them for it, and you also have to wear a mask and take these shots so we can go back to normal unless it doesn't work. Then you need another shot until they tell us it is safe again. So that's the left, left-wingy cartoon guy, right? And then you have the on the right-hand side, it's a, a blonde-haired dude with a beard. I think he's supposed to be like a Nordic, like a, like a, I, yeah, like a Swedish dude or something. And with him, this is the quote. And this is where we're getting to the story. Quote, you are at war with our society. Under just war theory, 
It's not a sin to kill you. I noticed you leave your soda unattended. Here, have some fentanyl. I put into a little spray. Psst, psst. So cheap, but so potent. Like $3 worth on the dark web is fatal. Enjoy. And that's it. It was a meme on an image board. The page disappeared, right? Who knows how many posts it got? Six posts, 200 posts, who knows? But it's gone. But is it? The thing with the right-wing safety squad meme is it popped up and then disappeared. No one really paid attention to it. And then it came back a couple days, about a week or two later. Took off. Fentanyl is so dangerous. What happens when someone is able to aerosolize it? Put it into some sort of device that you just roll into a subway car. <laughs> the average ambulance would not carry an, enough Narcan to resuscitate an entire subway car full of people. They just couldn't. Could you imagine what type of chaos that would cause if there was a mass casualty event and when the EMTs get there, you have 20 people with blue lips? It would change things. It really would. People would be terrified. A silent weapon. I mean, guns, don't get me wrong, Super spooky, right? I've been shot at. It is not a fun experience. But I also understand how physics works. I also understand if I don't believe the bullets can hit me, I can dodge them like Neo. But being in an enclosed location and someone just rolling in some fentanyl. And, and that, that may be too sci-fi. People could probably say, well, you can't aerosolize it because of the way it is. But this guy's just walking around spraying it on your soda. And what's so interesting is on the one hand, he can, this guy, could specifically target either communities, right? If he believes that this group of people is actually waging war against his society. We all live in a society, but this is his. He can go to an area, an art collective, for example, and spray it there, pretend he's their friend. He could target people individually. Because everyone posts their politics on Facebook nowadays and on Twitter and all that stuff. So you could just scroll. I, I don't I'm not giving people I'm not giving people advice. I'm not trying to give people advice here. I'm saying this is terrifying. Now he might have just thought about this. A lot of stuff on the internet is just jokes. Even maniacal things like this can be just jokes. But if one person was like, hey, that is a good idea. Crazy. Absolutely crazy thing. I can't think, you guys might be able to help me with this, but I can't think of a politically motivated serial killer. I, you definitely could argue a lot of the serial killers who only target women. There could be some sort of political issue there where they believe like women have too many rights and stuff like that. that that's possible. But someone who's actually ser a serial killer whose targets are of an opposing viewpoint. I don't know. I, I can't really think of one off the top of my head, but terrifying if this, if the one guy who made the meme, he may have put it out there to see if other people would join him in his war. And sometimes the worst thing is if they think they're alone. Because now they have to act, right? If they think there are other people out there, maybe he'll just sit around and talk about it all day long and not do anything. But if he puts it out there and no one agrees with him, then he goes, well, then everyone is an enemy. Everyone. And I have to do something because I'm the only one left 
to fight. Absolutely insane. I, I hope I'm wrong about this. I hope that this was just some weird joke, but absolutely insane if it's not. A politically motivated serial killer walking around America, killing people with an undetectable, very cheap drug. Crazy. Crazy stuff. Captain Jax, let's go ahead and give you the keys to the carpenter copter. We are leaving behind this <laughs> maniac's hideout, wherever it is, if it exists at all. Fly us all the way out to Mount Roosevelt Park in Colorado. Maybe. This story is nuts. This story is absolutely nuts, and I'm going to be... Fully, I'm going to put all my cards on the table. When I first started looking into this, I go, awesome. An old man who barely knows how to use YouTube is talking about a ridiculous subject. Let's go. This is going to be great. When I got done watching the video, because I got to watch it a couple times, right, to make sure my notes are right, I started thinking, hmm, maybe, maybe. Because when we deal with the world of paranormal, we do have to have that maybe in our head, right? But by all account, like when I started looking at this guy's channel, I was like, this guy is just another dude on YouTube talking about weirdo stuff. First off, the name of his channel, it took me by surprise. Like I didn't look at the name of the channel when the video, I don't remember even how I found the video. I don't know if it was on the export. I don't know if it was on Reddit or wherever, but when it popped up, I saw the headline of the video. It was called Military Deployed National Parks. It's, it's not grammatically correct. Again, I was like, Mwah, this is going to be awesome. And when I started watching the video, which I kind of had a bit of a context. Again, I don't know where I found this Reddit or the export. I, they said this had to do with missing 411. So I, I was like, okay, missing 411, military deployed national parks is going to be great. And the video started, and he announced the name of his channel, and I had to do a double take, and then look, I was like, this can't be real. His name of his channel is Israeli News Live. Now, he's just, he's some old dude sitting here in America, and I was like, Israeli News Live? What is going on? Apparently, he also says his name, he doesn't say it every video. I had to find a video where he said his name, and <laughs> he said it super fast. It's Stephen Bernou, maybe? Something? Dernou? Stephen is his first name. His his description for his video or his, for his YouTube channel is just a block of text. I mean, again, it's like all the hallmarks of nuts. But I was able to, I was able to just take the first sentence. I think it'll set it up. At Israeli News Live, we examine world headlines and their relevancy to biblical prophecy. I was like, okay, so that makes a little bit sense. It's not actually coming out of Israel. This isn't a state-sponsored thing. It's about the end of the world. I mean, like, that makes a ton of sense either, but Israeli News Live. But what's so fascinating about this? So I was looking at this guy. I was like, okay, this guy doesn't even know how to do a YouTube video. At one point, he was live streaming while he was driving. He's like looking at the comments as he's driving down the road. I was like, oh my God, this is hilarious. All of his videos, he's been around since 2011. He's racked up 80 million views across 3,000 different videos. I would say 98% of his videos are about real life events, 
geopolitical conflicts and how they relate to the book of Revelation. He's talking about when Russia invaded Ukraine back in like 2011 when they took Crimea or was that 2014? But when Russia came into Crimea, he's putting out a ton of videos. He's putting out a ton of videos about like super obscure Israeli politicians. I mean, there's not many famous ones, right? Netanyahu, I know him because he's just been around for so long, but I don't even know. I don't even think he's still there. But yeah, it's like I'm looking through his YouTube channel and they're like, Israeli Senator so-and-so said this. I don't know who this person is. But anyways, so he has all like all these videos. Thousands of videos about real-life geopolitical events and how they relate to the book of Revelation. And then, two weeks ago, he put out a video called Military Deployed National Parks. And again, I'm being fully honest with you. When the first time I was watching this, I was openly chuckling as I was writing my notes. I'm like, ha ha ha, yeah, yeah, sure, buddy. And then I, I'm not, okay, let me be clear, I'm not saying I fully agree with this guy either. But I'm just saying, as I kept watching it, and as I started going through all of his other videos, and I go, whoa, this is the outlier. Like, I thought they were all going to be like this. I was hoping I came across a treasure trove where this guy was going to be talking about all this crazy stuff. Now, he might mention crazy stuff in his other videos, but they're way too boring for me to watch. I don't want to watch about geopolitical stuff from the year 2014. So I don't know, man. This is weird. So let's get into it. I've given you enough background. Let's get into it. The beginning of April is what we're talking about. This is just happening two weeks ago. What's been going on is the military <laughs> the military deployed to national parks. And, and Stephen goes, listen, I got to be honest with you. I don't know if it's special forces specifically or if it's just small batches of regular army troops. But what I'm hearing from my sources is that the military is being deployed to an unnamed Colorado National Park because of events linked to missing 411. And that's all the information he'll give about that event. And then in a bizarre move that again shows this guy does not know how to YouTube, even though he, hey, hats off to you, dude, 80 million views, that's dope. But he then glosses over these earth-shattering events because he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get this news about Colorado. I don't know. It might be Mount Roosevelt Park. I'm trying to figure that out. But there's troops there. And then he'll go on for two, three minutes about some crazy stuff like this. He goes, you know, we have these troops in Colorado. I'll try to get you the information, guys. Sorry, I'm trying to get the exact name, but they're being really... They really not want to give that information out. You know, in Washington State at Mount Rainier, these giants have been killing people. <laughs> I'm like, what? That's a crazy shift. He goes, yeah, it turns out that these satellites detected some mineral deposits in Mount Rainier. And people were showing up and they got attacked by giants. And then the military showed up and they started fighting these giants. And it... They Luckily, they killed one. They didn't lose any U.S. forces. But when we look at Colorado, I'm still trying to figure out this unnamed... I was like, don't tell me more about Mount Rainier. He mentioned it twice across two different videos. There's two different videos he talks about this specifically. The other video it has one of, the best, one of the best titles I've seen in a long time. 
I'll get to that in a second. But I'm going to do what he does. I'm going to give you a little taste and then take it away. He keeps going back to this stuff about this unnamed park and these troops going there, and he doesn't know what they're there for. But he tells us that there's currently U.S. military forces fighting giants in Mount Rainier, and he connects it to the giant of Kandahar story, which we covered a long time ago. I'll put that in the show notes. But basically, these... They're giants. I don't know how else I have to describe them. They're giants fighting U.S. troops. Make that your make that your channel, dude. I don't want to hear about some Russian boat floating around the Crimea in 2014. Boring. Just keep doing giant stuff. Anyways. Then he goes on and on about the Colorado thing again. And he's like, you know, this is kind of related to Yellowstone. When all those park rangers got murdered. I'm like, what? Where? What? What is going on? And then, this is the bread and butter. I don't know why this isn't just what his video is about. And maybe because he is a breaking news guy. And he doesn't know how... He buries the lead, is what we call it in journalism. He doesn't know that, yes, the breaking news may be military in unnamed park in Colorado somewhere. This is the story, apparently... Park rangers were getting murdered in Yellowstone National Park. <laughs> I'm laughing just because I imagine, like, the dude from Yogi Bear, just his guts everywhere, and it's all steamy because of the geysers and stuff. Park rangers are getting ripped to pieces in Yellowstone Park. And the park rangers are complaining about it. I mean, obviously, that's an unsafe workplace. You're like, uh, I already got to worry about falling into all of these geysers. Now, Chuck over there got ripped to pieces by something. I don't even know what it was. The, they're, they're filing complaints with the government, and the government sends out the men in black. And they show up and they say, you guys need to stop complaining. You guys need to stop complaining about this murder business. Come on, guys. You signed up for the National Park Service. You knew what you were getting into. And they're like, no, we didn't. We just really love trees. Well, don't tell anyone else about this. And then the men in black leave. But later, there must have been a changeover in Washington. Later, I'm talking about this like it's 100% true. I'm like, well, I did read that policy paper that said that they were going to do this. Later, the U.S. military sent troops out to Yellowstone because they were like, okay, we're running out of park rangers. We need more of these guys. And this is apparently all tied into missing 411 as well. When we get to this headline, Americans ritualistically killed in U.S. national parks. Because when the military gets out here, they realize this isn't just some beast. I kind of gave it away in the opening, right? It's a man... Human, half man, half human. Wait, no, that's normal. <laughs> that's me. It's a half bear, half human. But if you thought that was it, and I'm sure all the man bear pig jokes are coming into the comments, if you thought that was it, that that's not even the, the big shocker. <laughs> half man, half bear? That's a normal episode of Dead Rat Radio. The U.S. military comes out because they believe that these park rangers are not just being murdered for sport or for food. They believe it's a ritualistic sacrifice. So what they've discovered is... Somewhere in Yellowstone, and they don't know the exact location, or it hasn't been revealed yet, but somewhere in Yellowstone, they found a giant pentagram tattooed into the earth. That was the only way he could describe it. It was tattooed into the earth. The witnesses were saying that it didn't look like it was like a trench was dug or it was painted. It was tattooed into the earth of Yellowstone. Military goes out there. They're investigating this, and what happens is they find out that underneath Yellowstone National Park is not a supervolcano, which is what a lot of people believe, because it's factually accurate, but it's not true. It's not a supervolcano. 
it is actually a series of tunnels that connect across the nation to other national parks. Now, that is very common in the missing 411 conspiracy theories as well. And what lives in this cave is the aforementioned half-bear, half-human. And Stephen says a lot of people mistake these guys for Sasquatches, which is a separate entity, is the Sasquatch. They look like Sasquatches because they're tall and they're furry. <laughs> they live in the woods, right? Obviously, you'd think it was Sasquatch. But he goes, they most people who see these close up, right, know that it's not a Sasquatch. It looks more like a giant human bear figure coming at them. And they do come at you. They're viciously violent creatures. Apparently, these things are as close to the Nephilim as we could ever get. And that's interesting because Stephen, Stephen said that on his YouTube channel. That was an exact quote. The giant Akanahar was always considered an offshoot of the Nephilim. The Nephilim is a... It's basically an, if an angel and a human woman had a child, it's generally regarded as a giant, either physically or through their abilities. The feats they can do are magnificent. Nephilim. So... But he's saying the giants of Kandahar and the giants of Mount Rainier aren't really Nephilim. This is. And that is why they are not only drawing pentagrams. In the, these are satanic creatures. They're drawing pentagrams or tattooing pentagrams into the earth. They live underneath Yellowstone. I don't, I don't know why that makes them satanic. I just figure it's super hot down there. He says these creatures are also multidimensional. And that's what makes them so hard to defeat. Because bullets go right through them. Apparently, some way that they're shifting or phasing into our world, a bullet can't kill them. But in some odd detail, a knife or sword or any sort of blade can harm them, can kill them. I, I would then make just little little knife bullets. I would like carve my bullets into knives. You're like Jason. You you that would. There's a whole host of problems. First off, carving a bullet's not that easy. But couldn't you make little bullet knives? I'm sure. I'm sure the minds at the Pentagon have tried thinking this, but that's the first thing I thought. And so these tunnels underneath the earth, they have these glowing crystals in them that illuminate the caves. And in these caves live these man bears. And they're popping up every so often and murdering people and sacrificing humans to Lucifer, I would assume. He doesn't explicitly state that. The pentagram's a pretty big clue. Now, the military's been going in there and trying to flesh these guys out. Oh, and another interesting detail. This is, what's so, this is what I find so fascinating about this, right? Again, I went in thinking this guy was a kook, and he very well may be. But the attention to detail. I read real raw news all the time. I don't torture you guys with as much of it as I read. But I read stuff that I know is false all the time. What's the guy's name? Dr. Fauci. Anthony Fauci is not currently at Guantanamo Bay. He did not admit that his wife is a man. He's not yelling for Obama. Save me, Obama. That's not happening. That's not happening. That was an article the other day in Real Raw News, and it didn't happen. I read fake stuff all the time. And a lot of times it is the... Sometimes it's the lack of detail that makes it sound believable, and sometimes it's the attention to detail. That makes things believable. It's this thing you have to kind of slide through. What's interesting. So we have these man bears living in these. Which is ridiculous right. Which automatically makes you think of the South Park episode. I'm not going to gloss over that. I know I kind of did earlier. But it, but anyways. You have these man bears living in these underground caves. With the glowing crystals that light. Which we've come across that before. In other underground society stories. I'll try to find the one from Arizona. That had the glowing. The walls glowed I think is how they described that. But. These creatures, these satanic creatures, 
that live underneath Yellowstone and, and really, assumedly, underneath the United States at large, really, the whole place, and they pop up and they grab people. Covered in hair, uh, I'm assuming they have big, scary bear faces. Um, that would make them the most bear. <laughs> it was, if it was a bear body and a human head, that's way less threatening than a human body and a bear head. But they have, I thought this was an interesting detail. The creatures that when they're able to fight these or they get close enough to observe them, they have blue tattoos. I'm like, what? That's such a bizarre detail. What The tattoo of what? Who knows? He doesn't go into detail, right? It's just blue or bluish tattoos. And I thought that is such a bizarre detail, again, to just throw into the middle of this narrative. I don't know what to think of this. The paranormal side of me and the guy who loves this type of stuff, right? That'd be awesome if this was real. I mean, it wouldn't be too cool if one of these things were ripping your guts out in the middle of a national park. But, I mean, to think that there's this ongoing war between the military and these demonic interdimensional entities that are bulletproof. Like, I love that type of stuff, right? I really do love that type of stuff. And I'm always disappointed when it's not true. Um... But then on the other hand, like, it, it's, it seems super ridiculous, right? But again, the world of paranormal, we cover ridiculous stuff on the show all the time. So I, that's not the, the main reason why I was dismissing the story in the beginning, because I was like, dude, this guy seems like he just doesn't know what he's doing. But when I come across a detail, it has a bluish mark. Like, again, that's, a, that's an interesting detail that I don't think a liar necessarily would, would have put in there. Or the liar would have went full force and said, oh, I was this interdimensional pentagram tattoo and Satan's face come out of it and give him orders. Stop getting stabbed, you buffoons! Retreat! Satan just turns out to be Megatron. He's the most inefficient leader ever. Just an interesting detail. Am I saying this story is true? Am I backing this up 100%? No, but it's super fascinating because of the source. And it's so funny because if, if I had read this on a website... I probably would have approached it differently. I would have been like, oh, here's some news coming out of this website talking about this. But when I saw this guy putting out YouTube videos and he's just sitting in his living room and he can't title a episode with actual grammar, I'm like, this is going to be awesome. But I thought it was going to be awesome because I thought I was going to like make fun of this dude. <laughs> this this story is actually really dope. He connects it to... this. I've never heard this before. This is really interesting. He connects Missing 411 to the Dyatlov Pass mystery. I don't think anyone's connected Dyatlov Pass specifically to Missing 411. So I was like, that's really, really interesting stuff. Stephen, whatever your last name is. And then, in just total high strangeness ways, he goes, the missing 411 is actually, it's so funny because in the two videos that I watched specifically for this, he was kind of like begging his listeners. He has like 391,000 subscribers. He was begging them to get a hold of David Palladius, who's the guy who is the main force behind missing 411, and get it like, hey man, have him talk to me. Like, I really got a lot of questions for him. Dude, you're doing you're doing some really good work without this guy. He goes, listen, missing 411 is actually two separate phenomenons. He goes, if they're missing, it's aliens. And aliens choose national parks because they're devoid of so much witnesses. And it makes sense. You can't really put high-tech security cameras in national parks. I mean, I'm sure they have trail cams and stuff like that, but you couldn't have, like, CCTV hookups. 
That's the point of a national park. So he goes, aliens are choosing the national parks because there's no one around. He goes, if they go missing, it's aliens. If they're found dead, it's these guys. It's these bear people. And I loved, actually love that. I think that's a big problem in the paranormal community. You go, we have this event, we have missing 411. What's causing it? And people go, I think it's the government in predator suits, or I think it's Bigfoot, or I think it's aliens. Or, and they have a singular answer. And he goes, no, there's two answers. And that totally makes sense. If you're walking down the street and you get mugged, you can't always say, oh, it was the 82nd Bloods. It was that one gang because there's a city or New York City. It's rife with gang violence and some lunatic shooting up a subway. So you couldn't always say it was one thing. He goes, it's not. It's two different things. If they disappear and they're never found again, that's aliens. These creatures, they kill you and then leave you back on Earth or take you back to Earth. That's not their MO to kidnap you. Fascinating, fascinating stuff. It's so funny. I came into this thinking I was going to find a weirdo. And I, don't, I did find a weirdo, right? The, this belief is insane, but is it true? In the world of paranormal, who knows? And this guy, his page is rife with current events and new stuff and things that would be a snore fest if I ever watched any of his other videos. And then these two are just, and that again adds some weird legitimacy to it. It's almost like he did get the inside scoop and someone's like, hey, Steven, I know I always talk to you about that stuff that is verifiable, the stuff that's in the news, and you can use clips from CNN and stuff, but uh, how about this? And I tried looking up where their military training exercises in National Park, I couldn't find anything to verify any of this. But it was so weird how he, he goes, but I know, I know, the yellow... He, that, the story I just told you, he spread across two videos and 20 minutes. And when I say spread across, he kept interrupting himself and going, but I'm trying to find more information about Colorado. And then he would go, oh, by the way, these things... they By the way, these things killed a bunch of park rangers. But when that Colorado information comes through, it was weird. Absolutely weird. Is the U.S. military currently waging an underground war against an interdimensional race of half-human, half-bear, demon-worshipping entities? That might be one of the best sentences I've ever said on this show. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be your email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash deadrabbitradio. TikTok is at deadrabbitradio. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one.